Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode six in Be With Me. We're in the book of James, the most practical book of the Bible that I think I've ever read. Uh, Today, the title is Being in a Hurry to Hear. Listen to this. Uh, James chapter one, verse 19 through 21. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person, every person, be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. So the charge right out of the bat is be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And I just was thinking, I said, I wonder what it's like to be slow to hear, quick to speak, and quick to become angry. Well, that's reality. That's what the whole world is like. And what he's asking us to do, every single person, everybody, is to change your set point on this scale. Here's the scale. Picture this in your head. On a zero, uh, or on the left is the listening, and on the right is talking. And let's say you kind of number that from one to ten, and you have a relationship between uh, if you lean to the left, you listen more and then uh, talk less. And if you lean to the right, you talk more and listen left, or, or you listen less. So if you kind of number that scale, what he's asking every single person to do is change the number on your scale. So if you're a, a seven on the talking listening scale, he wants you to move it back down to a two. So you listen much more and talk uh, much less. And so he's asking us to, to, with our volition, be in a hurry, be eager to hear. And hear what? The word of truth, to put ourselves on the path of hearing, uh, making it a priority. So don't be in a hurry to speak so that you can listen well. Uh, Don't be in a hurry to misuse your tongue. Don't be in a hurry to become angry. So have you ever been in a fight? I know a guy. A verbal fight where everybody in the fight is angry and everybody in the fight is speaking and nobody in the fight is listening. Have you ever been in a fight like that? I know a guy. Uh, or... So we, we are sometimes in a hurry to speak. Sometimes we're in a hurry to be angry. And so we're going to ask the question, what, is it, what would it mean if we really listened, if we were really inclined, if we were biased in this regard, eager to it, desperate, maybe even dependent on really listening? So first of all, thanks for listening to a podcast. Um, you know, that also encourages us to get our, our bodies to church taking notes, bring a pen, bring a computer, type on your phone, build habits of of listening. And then even more to the point, what are you saying to the Holy Spirit? What are you saying to me? What what do you have for me this day? With what are you striking me or convicting me in my heart? Um, And who, maybe, are you bringing to my heart in compassion and connecting? All right, so he asked the question, does the anger of man produce the righteousness of God? It never does. 
the anger of man is judgmental, self-assessing, self-reliant. And here's just one little exercise I would like you to do. So the next time you drive, sporting events is also a, a time where this happens, where the box, so normally we have these thoughts in our head. At certain points, the thoughts inside of our head come out in our mouths. So one of the things that seems to do it the best is driving. And I think it's because you're, own, you're in your own little box and you feel a liberty to proclaim what's inside your head outside your, of your mouth. So be careful, just like be aware, does your driving produce the righteousness of God or does it expose the anger of man? And my experience in driving with other people is it absolutely exposes the anger of man. So do sporting events for that matter, being a, a watching a sporting event. People just seem to be at liberty to let their mouths run and let their hearts be exposed and their tongue betray their hearts. All right, I wanted to get to this word in, in verse 21. Therefore, put away all filthiness. So there's got to be, you know, there might be some weed pulling that's necessary here to, to really obey this verse. And receive with meekness. Now, what does that mean? That means with gentleness or with courtesy. It means, hey, no, 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 you, you, you go first. Lord, you speak first. It means courtesy after you. Um, I'll I'll speak after I hear from you. It is a posture of of auditory and verbal humility is what this meekness is saying. And James is concerned with the practical conduct of our mouth and the setting of our set point of how quick we are to talk versus how quick we are to uh, to listen. Uh, a psalm that I have to, one of my favorite qu quotes from the Psalms is Psalm 10:4. This is in the NIV. In all his pride, the wicked does not seek him, does not seek God. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. So we have to sort of like make room for God. And that's what this posture is, is to say, I'm going to uh, make room for you, God. I'm going to make room for your words rather than my words. I'm going to be in a hurry to hear you. I'm going to be in a hurry to listen. So the, the the teaching point, the bottom line is, is where are we in a hurry to hear? Do we give courtesy to be humble, consideration to the word? Be, are we in a hurry not to speak are we in a hurry to make room, to make a space for the words of God? Are we in a hurry to be weak? Do we give God, do we give his words courtesy and preference and consideration in, in our lives? Are we a humble listener? What could be more practical is this battle that we face inside of our head. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being in a hurry to hear today. I'll see you tomorrow.